Hi friends, welcome back to the Bible Project Podcast and we're in episode 189. We're in part 122 of this amazing journey through the book of Genesis and hopefully the whole Bible chapter by chapter, verse by verse over these coming years. And we're in the middle, getting well into Genesis chapter 16 and the story of Abraham, Sarai and Hagar. I'll just remind you of the verses that we closed last week's episode with, or yesterday's episode with rather, in Genesis, the end of chapter 3, beginning of verse 4. It says this, Sarah, his wife, took her Egyptian slave Hagar and gave her to her husband to be his wife. He slept with Hagar and she conceived. And I, if you remember, I closed yesterday's podcast by looking at this situation and asking, I wonder how all this is going to work out. Isn't it amazing that these events that are described that are taking place nearly 4,000 years ago, it reads like the storyline of some modern drama, doesn't it? Hager's given by her mistress to her husband, the mistress's husband, which is Abraham, but and once pregnant, Sarah then begins to despise her. So there are two things going on here, friends. Firstly, she was giving Hagar to Abraham as a wife. Now, Hagar, by the measure of that time, was successful, as childbirth was a hallmark of feminine success. But then Hagar starts to lord over Sarah a little bit. I would say Sarah took a risk, a wrong-headed risk, granted, but she probably did make a big emotional sacrifice in allowing Hagar to become her husband's concubine. And maybe she felt like a little bit of gratitude would have been in order, I suppose. So it's interesting that what we have here is what's called polygamy. Abraham is now seen to have two wives. Now that was practiced in that day, in that culture. It was allowed by the local laws and customs of that time. But it's not what God planned at all. The other thing that is interesting is that once Hagar conceives, she despises her mistress Sarah and she begins to look down her nose at her. Now we can see this is a very human story, isn't it? But this is just the beginning of the problems that are going to arise out of this entanglement. Things are going to get a whole lot worse. But I'd just like to pause for one minute here and say and ask the question, what does the Bible say about polygamy? Does it condone polygamy? There are some people today on the margins of Christianity who say that the Bible allows polygamy. And they will often quote this passage at you as evidence, the fact that it occurred within the Old Testament. And clearly it did occur within the Old Testament, but only a very basic look at this passage. And it's clear to see that it's not the will of God that's being followed here. Not to mention the fact it's clearly seen not to work. Anyway, carrying on, in verse 5, things begin to get really interesting. And it says this, Then Sarah said to Abraham, You are responsible for the wrongs I am suffering. I put my slave in your arms, and now she knows she is pregnant, she despises me. May the Lord judge between you and me. So what does Sarah say? She says, Abraham, this is all your fault. I did it, but it's your fault. Now, she's obviously anger and she's bitter and she's upset. And she's also doing what psychologists today would call blame shifting. But what's intriguing to me about her position is the lack of logic. 
Whose idea was this in the first place? Do you remember it was her? It was she who went to Abraham and suggested that he do it. Yes. Yet now she's blaming him, in a sense, for doing what she said, for acting on what she recommended. But I want to consider something else. It's worth noting that at this point in the story, in this chapter 16, there are three characters here. But the main character in this chapter, the main narrative will raise the character of Hagar, will come to the surface. So at this point, she's clearly feeling that she's been treated unjustly. After all, as I said, Sarah was the one who came to her and told her to do it. And she just did what her mistress told her. But I do believe that in some degree she was culpable because she was showing disrespect for her mistress. Although it's, on a human terms, it's understandable to say that for her, the whole situation was probably becoming almost unbearable. So I think that's where she felt at this point, she was probably thinking, oh, what a mess have I got myself into? Does God care? Does God even know I exist? Look at this mess. It wasn't even my idea. And to begin with, she might be thinking. But I do think Hagar is guilty of pride. I get that from the fact that she disrespects her mistress. And because of that, Sarah begins to treat her harshly. Now, no doubt Abraham is also culpable in this situation. Because now, when this problem arises, he appears to me to be passive or has been passive. And he certainly didn't step in earlier on in this matter in the bud. But as someone who once said, summarising this passage, they said, Hagar failed as a maid, Sarah failed as a mistress, and Abraham failed as a man and head of the family. So this is a triple failure. Failure written all over this passage, friends. What a mess. And you know what? You haven't even heard the half of it yet. Look at the next verse, verse 6. Your slave is in your hands, Abraham said. Do with her whatever you think best. Then Sarah mistreated Hagar, so she fled from her. In other words, Abraham is doing what many men have been doing for thousands of years. He's saying, don't get me involved in this situation. She's your maid, you sort it out. At that point, Sarah's actions become totally wrong because Sarah mistreats Hagar so badly to the point that she runs away. I think when Hagar ran away, she was asking those questions I posed at the beginning when we started looking at this chapter 16. Questions like, does God care about me? Does God even care about what's going on in my life? Isn't that a question we're still asking today? Well, we're going to find out the answers to those questions in the next episode. So it's bye for now, and I'll see you all here back again very soon.